Blog Talk Radio. I was trying to think. Um... It's IWS Radio featuring Buddy Acapella, Guy on Your Dick, Slider Ballscock, Kirk Douglas. Bobby Kraft, Malcolm Eckstein, Meditations by Martin, Reverend Moneymaker, Dixie Ozark, Drew Peacock, Paul Pyatt, and Stubby Stonehenge. Special guest star, Schmoop. And now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J-Man. Hola, and welcome, everyone, once again to another exciting edition of IWS Radio, a.k.a. I'm with Stupid. This is J-Man, coming to you live from my luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and a man sitting right next to me. A few hundred miles to my north northeast, the Rotel dip to my chips, or something like that. <laughs> Matt man, bitches. I was lost in a dark alley once, and that's where I first came across a broken and bloodied Matt man. <laughs> Cheers! Greetings and welcome to I'm With Stupid. This is the Matt Man coming to you live. From the palatial digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. And J Man, I always had this feeling I had been to the hammer once before. But I couldn't mm-hmm. remember when. <laughs> and then it all came. Yeah, lost weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the one of those uh long, lonely, sad weekends. Mm-hmm. In college probably. Probably started yeah. in Cleveland and then migrated to Buffalo and then ended up in the hammer. Yeah, something like that. How the hell are you today, Jamie? You were probably planning on going over the Niagara Falls in a barrel. And just I probably things, was. Went, things went badly from there. Yeah. Yes, they went awry. How the heck are you today, Mr. J? Not too bad, not too bad. It's a little a uh, little bit of a chilly morning here in God's country. Going to have a going to have a bit of a cool down for a few days here, but uh, mm-hmm. but not bad. Nothing nothing to complain about too much. No snow, so that's all right. How are things with yeah, you in the greater Bagwine metropolitan area? Oh, sunny but high of thirty eight, which isn't all oh. that high. Maybe if it was <laughs> no. Celsius, it would feel good, but. <laughs> Now, so we're going to do a little better. We're going to do the mid-upper 40s, so, you know, that's not bad. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, we're going to have some nights yeah, in the we had a nice, this week. we had a nice day Friday. It was like 65. Mother Nature is Ooh. toying with us. Uh-huh. She's mocking you. Yeah, here she is. <laughs> and and she might as well be. Everybody else does, so she might as well join in. Yeah, too. I know. Man, what the hell. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> You're here for their entertainment. 
That's right. And uh, shout out to some folks in the chat room have wandered in. Mm-hmm. Got some guests in there. Yeah. Got a sexy looking our... chat room. Oh, it's getting hot in there. It is. We got our, our there's favorite a little, There's Canadian. a little Celsius going on in the chat room, that's for sure. <laughs> right. With the lovely Jamie. How you doing, Jamie? All right. Yeah, and of course, uh, guests, if you'd like to participate in the chat room, you can uh, go to uh, blogtalkradio.com and register. It's free and easy, just like your hosts. That's right. Now, I'll tell you what about that little introduction by Jamie. You know, as it all came back to me, you know, she said she came across me laying crippled and bloodied in an alley, but then she just kept on walking. That's what I don't right. get. Well, she of- had... She, I she had Canadians somewhere to were be. A little nicer than that. <laughs> she had, she had somewhere to be. She was, she was busy. And you know, I think Canadians are working on uh, that image a little bit. I think they've had enough of that nice guy image thing. I think maybe that's that, Rob you know, Ford. <laughs> that's right. They're working on that. And plus, she had a protein six. She needed to fill. <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> maybe she was. Maybe she needed to get to Tim Hortons and have a donut and some coffee. That's right. <laughs> but uh, you know, but I think that the Canadians got. Well, of course, but you know, the Canadians did get a little mouthy during the uh, hockey during the Olympics. So I think they're working on that. Uh, they are kind of that, mouthy uh, when it comes to hockey. That, yeah, that friendly, friendly, passive. Image. I think they they uh they don't want people to take them for granted. Yeah. Yeah. That and you never know when Obama might pull up Putin and decide he's just going to annex Nova Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I'll tell you what. If you go to our website at iwsradio.com, there's a little hurtful comment in the sidebar on our website from. Short man, Mr. Poop. Oh, is it? Well, let me just go check that out. Yeah. I never see these things. Yeah. I know you don't. For some reason. <laughs> Ooh, he wants to annex us. Well, bring it on, I big know. boy. Yeah, bring us in. You and what style. army? Uh huh. We might have to call the Russian embassy and ask him about this comment, J Man, later. <laughs> exactly. Don't threaten us, buddy, <laughs> with your with your uh-huh. hollow army. Yeah. You you couldn't handle Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> IWS Radio has an iron dome around us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Besides, I think we're a Canadian protectorate. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So. We're protected by All the right. Prince Edward Island 5th Infantry. <laughs> so what's happening this weekend? Anything big, anything exciting going on? Well, I'll tell you what. I had a little funny thing at the beer mine, courtesy of Drive-By Mikey yeah. this week. Who had a birthday? We got in the mail at the... Huh? He had a birthday this what's week, that? too. He did. He, he had did. a birthday he had this one on Friday. 
Yep, turned 48. Yeah. I know. He's almost older than me. What? Wait. No. <laughs> anyway. Funny thing is, we got our, uh, he got his little compliance ticket from the Ohio Bureau of Workmen's Compensation, compensation acknowledging that he is paid in full as far as workers' comp. And you well, have to then. hang that in the office. <laughs> yeah, and you have to hang that in the office. But where you have to hang it, you got to stand on the on a table. So I picked it up and I started standing on the table. And drive by, Mikey said to me, "No, no, 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 no! I'll do it because you'll fall down on purpose <laughs> while hanging that just to make a joke out of it." <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. This table's looking a little wobbly. Uh huh. Uh huh. So was, there was that, and I thought it was pretty quick of Mike to pick up on that. Yeah. Yeah. He knows you too well. Yes, he does. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And then, J-Man, last night, you know, I've talked about mm-hmm. Karen, the pizza delivery driver who told me all about her hysterectomy mm-hmm. and it and lives mm-hmm. alone. She came through last night on her way to a delivery. She didn't buy anything once again, just came in to see me. (laughs) And you know what she she brought me? Pizza? A sub. Oh, no. Yeah, so I thanked her. and And we chatted for a few minutes. And, of course, I had to bring it home to schmoop because, well, you know, I gave up bread for lunch. Mm-hmm. So, That's rough, man. A little man. torn about this. Yeah, a little torn about this whole situation. Yeah. But you did bring it home to schmoop, and that was nice of you. You could have just thrown it in the trash. Yeah. Or I could have said, oh, I'm sorry, I've got a girlfriend. But I didn't. You know, I don't know why. <laughs> I figured, you know, she's going to give me free food. <laughs> I'll play this as long as I can. Well, and yeah. that's when oh. you know you're that's when you know you're getting old cuz you're playing it for the free food. That's right. All you're, all you're just hoping to just stay friends through Easter and get a free pizza or a free sub out of it. Yeah, yeah, she'll hate me by then probably. Well, then you can give her my number. I I will. She can can wrap up that sub and FedEx it to me. (laughs) I think you might like her to bring it down. She's a tiny girl, Jamie. Well, we'll tell her to add me on Facebook. We'll chat. Okay. (laughs) That's that's my next step. I'm going to get her on Facebook. Yeah. All right. Eh, maybe we can get her. We could maybe we could uh, get her as a guest on the show, and she could tell us pizza delivery stories someday. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You know, I delivered pizzas back in college. I know you maybe did. We can com- we can commiserate. We can compare stories. Mm-hmm. So, anything exciting happened down in God's country this week? 
Well, funny you should ask. <laughs> Yesterday well, morning. Well, it is a comedy show. <laughs> yeah, Saturday morning, as always, relaxing, watching a little uh, English Premier League action, <laughs> doing a little show prep, hanging out, minding my own business, as always. And uh-huh. suddenly, there comes a knock on the door. Well, who could this be interrupting my Saturday morning relaxation? I answer the door, and there's a very pleasant-looking middle-aged lady with her hair in a bun, wearing a long coat and a dress, and sensible shoes. Mm-hmm. And she says, hello, we are inviting people to the memorial of Jesus Christ's death on April 14th, and we would like for you to come. Here is your invitation. Googly moogly. <laughs> you accepted, of course. Oh, of course I did. I said, well, thank you very much. <laughs> yep. The memorial of Jesus Christ's death on April 14th, after sundown, the Jehovah's Witnesses invite you, your family, and your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it on the 14th? You know what? I really didn't want to discuss it. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Monday after Easter, isn't it? When is Easter? No, it's it's six days before Easter. Oh, yeah. Well, well, here's the funny thing. She said, this year it falls on April 14th. (laughs) And I really thought, wait. Does it change every year? The day he died changes every year? How could that be? I was just going to say that. (laughs) And which memorial is this? Is this the 2014th memorial or the 2013th or 2015? (laughs) Yeah, because if they're Jehovah's, didn't their world not start until like, what, 1914 or something like that? 1917? Whatever the watchtower says. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he was born on the same day every year, but he died on a different day. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, which which adds credence to the fact that he's supernatural. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a free event. So, got that going for us. Jesus would have and, uh, have it no other way. Right, and there's there there will be somebody there to uh, explain why Jesus' death was so important. And and Matt Man, this is really special. This same uh, invitation that they gave me, and I will scan this and put it on Facebook later today. The same invitation also also gets me into the. Bible talk on April 27th titled Why Why Would a Loving God Permit Wickedness? (laughs) Shazam! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I might go to that just in case there's... I might go to that. Well, you know... And take my press pass, and I'm also you thinking that I might just see if there's anybody who's looking to uh, engage in a little wickedness. A little wickedness. <laughs> yeah. 
wickedness. Yeah, very good. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, man. You know, I mean, look. If God's going to, per- if He's going to, per- if Jesus is going to permit wickedness, then. Amen. I'll tell you what, though, J-Man, if the Jehovahs are holding their uh, death of Christ here in America on April 14th, I bet the Canadian Jehovahs are going to hold theirs on the 13th. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or they may be doing it next week, you know. They, you know. Uh, yeah, you never know. Yeah. They might do that. Those, we'll have to have, those up we'll have our hearts. <laughs> we'll have our Canadian correspondent, Jamie, check in on that. Yeah. Maybe she can, uh, maybe she can uh, let us know what's happening with the Canadian Jehovah's Witnesses. Are they a I bet they're kinder, I bet they're gentler sex. Even more pleasant than ours. Yeah, probably so. And ours are pretty damn pleasant. If that's possible. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I will say that the uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. The uh, one good thing about them is that uh, they have no opposition to drinking. So. Works out, works out okay. All right, so I see uh, Stanford and Kansas have just tipped off. Have they really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is amazing. Started early. Which is amazing. Well, that's amazing because that who, that's who the winner of that game. Well, I'll tell you what, J-Man. It's time for a sports report. That's all there is oh. to it, because everyone <laughs> okay. Mark's maddening right now, so let's go to Slider Volstock, because he's gonna break it all down for everyone. Let's check in with the Slider. Hi, sports fans. Slider Ballscock here, coming to you live from Buffalo, New York, where last night the University of Dayton Flyers, led by Gordon Seibert, stuck a straw into the oranges of Syracuse. And suck the juice of success right out of it. The Flyers also had another big game from Deshaun Pierre, the outstanding French recruit who hails from Whitby, Canada, which, of course, is just a bit west and north-southeast of IWS Radio's favorite Canadian, Jamie, who hails from the mean streets of Torontoton. The Flyers won't be penalized for traveling as they travel up to Memphis and mark their sweet spot as part of the Neat 16. The Flyers will play next week against the winner of today's game between the Stanford Cardinals and the Kansas Jaywalkers. While I find it an odd nickname for a college team, Cardinals are quite pretty to look at. Other games on tap today include proverbial basketball powerhouse North Carolina facing off against the singularly focused Cyclops of Iowa State. Kentucky has a tough matchup as they face off against number one seedling, Wichita State. Can the Cats of UK claw their way to victory over the stalkers of Wichita State? Only the final score knows. Today's late game involves two lowly seedlings. 11 seed, the Chanticleers of Tennessee, 
will take on the Mercer Bears. I don't know much about Mercer, but I did find out that they are located in Georgia, so I may stop by their campus while I'm in Memphis covering the Flyers next week. March Madness has been a roller coaster of emotions thus far for all the teams involved. Big wins, upsets, buzzer beaters, and broken hearts. But here, here's the bottom line. None of the teams that have competed are losers. Those teams that have been sent packing are merely winners who fail to score as many points as those who have moved on to the next round. And let's hope that next week, the Dayton Flyers move on to the Elite Eight by putting more balls in the basket than the winner of the game who scored fewer points. For IWS Radio, this is Slider Ballscock, leaving it all on the hardwood and heading for the showers. But for more great radio with Jay and Matt, you stay right there. Vous écoutez, je suis avec stupide. C'est le network PTR, eh? Wow. You know, now it's, it's I'm, like I'm all he, up to date. <clears throat> but it, at the same time, it, it's like he was watching a whole other tournament. <laughs> no, I, I'm right with him. Yeah. I, uh, I, I enjoyed uh, watching the Dayton beat. Well, I didn't actually see the Dayton, Ohio State game. But uh, yeah. I enjoyed Mercer's uh, thrilling victory over Duke. Awesome. It was, was great. Very happy for the for the young men at Mercer University. Excellent school. Good, decent young men. Play hard. Play it the right way, Matt. They do it the right way. Play it damn right. Yeah, you know, a team full of seniors who have worked hard and and have uh, achieved their dream. You know, unlike Duke, you know, with all these one-and-done freshmen and flashy kids, you know. <clears throat> yeah. And privileged. 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 Oh, man, privileged. Speaking of privilege, I was watching the end of the uh, uh, Harvard-Michigan State game last night, and, you know, it's one thing to get frustrated and upset, you know, losing a game and knowing you're not going on to the Sweet 16, but it's another thing to – to throw an entitlement fit. And boy, those Harvard players were just about to throw an entitlement <laughs> fit. Damn it. We're from Harvard. We are, we are owed this. How dare you call me for walking? <laughs> Don't you know who I am? My dad can buy because your first dad. Of all, first of all, I have never walked. I sashay, damn it. <laughs> uh-huh. If I want to walk, I have people for that. <clears throat> yeah. That's yeah, one thing when you play the Ivy League teams. You've got to remember that uh, they haven't faced a lot of adversity. So, you know, no, they <laughs> you get them in a bad spot. Things aren't going their way. Don't have anybody that can buy their way out of it. But, you know, it's not. we, we don't want to be critical. I mean, they played great. Harvard did uh, win their opening round yeah, game. I can't remember who they beat, but. Uh, you oh, see the Thug Cats. <laughs> that's oh god, that's right. They beat the Thug Cats, which confused me. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, they, the the 
Cincinnati got the nickname the Thug Cats back when uh, when they were coached by Bob Thuggins. Yes. <laughs> so they just kept the nickname. Is he still coaching? West Virginia. Is he still at West by God? West by yeah, God, Virginia, with his his alma mater, after he uh, walked mm-hmm. out on Kansas State after only one year. Yes. To uh, go back to West Virginia, but for some reason. When he did it, it was perfectly okay. Other coaches leave after one year, and it's an outrage. Outrageous. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, he's at West Virginia. And they, uh, they're, I don't even know if they even made the NIT this year. Speaking of the NIT, which you know is is Uh-oh. the big one, the NIT. Arkansas plays yeah. uh, Cal. Arkansas versus Cal. Berkeley tomorrow. Monday night in Berkeley at 10 p.m. Central Time. <laughs> so uh, I'll find out how that all worked out, you know, Tuesday morning. <laughs> but uh, no, the tournament's been great. I've had a lot of fun watching it. Oh, it has. Some, it's been awesome. Yeah, some great matchups. And, I, and I'll tell you, you what, know, I did. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just no, saying, I'm you know, the one in Dyke. Ah, Go right ahead, Matt. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I can't contain my joy for the UD, UD Flyers, J-Man, because it brings back memories from 30 to 35 years ago, laying on the, the floor of the living room on a Saturday night, watching Don Donaher and the Flyers. With my mom, as my my dad sat in the sat at the kitchen table <laughs> writing his poetry, drinking his four brownmeisters and a shot of <laughs> Bushmills. <laughs> Good times. And I'll tell you Good what times. else, Dave. I know, and I'll tell you what else. Here's why I here's why I feel part of the team this year. During this brutal, suicidal, below zero winter. At the beer mine, I can only pick up like three stations on the radio. One of them is WHIO out of Dayton, and I have listened to every goddamn basketball game Dayton has played this year, and I feel like the sixth man, and they owe me, baby. Uh huh. You feel like you should put on an airplane costume and be the flyer. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I have listened to every damn game they've played this year. Yeah. I know all the ins that, and outs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the uh, Indiana Pacers, I don't know if they still do it, but uh, the Indiana Pacers back in the day, whenever uh, <clears throat> the other team would have the ball, they would play uh, sounds of, from the Indianapolis 500, the cars, you know, the, you know, like that. I was wondering uh-huh. if the uh, Excuse Dayton me. Flyers. How'd that go? How'd that go? How'd that go? Uh, 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 okay. Like that. And yeah, I was wondering ahead. if the Dayton Flyers, if the Dayton Flyers maybe play uh, airplane sounds during the game, because I've never been to one, but I think they should. If they don't. Uh, I can't remember. I haven't been to an actual game in the in the yeah. arena since I was I don't know fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. 
But anyway, Dayton has a great, uh, really a great basketball history. They 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 have a national championship. It's a long time ago, but uh, they've uh, made the tournament, you know, quite often, and they've made some noise in the tournament many times. Yeah, and I'm, frankly, I was a little put off by um, our our friend uh, Shirley's comment last night that said, "Welcome to the Sweet Sixteen, Cinderella." Yeah, you know, they're an eleven seed. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, yeah. typically an eleven seed isn't uh, expected to uh, to defeat the likes of uh, an Ohio State University and Syracuse mm-hmm. or Syracuse mm-hmm. as some people call them. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I think uh, Dayton was uh, was underrated. Dayton should have been a higher seed than an, an eleven. They're a better team than that. Well, it's all working out for them anyway. Yeah. I don't care what Coach and K Jay says. And J-Man, you know, oh, God. Yeah, the A-10 bitching about, bitching about the A-10, and then Dayton whips ACC powerhouse. St. Louis won their first game. They did. After that, it kind of dropped off. But VCU, Virginia Commonwealth, lost yesterday in a heartbreaker. Yeah. Game they should not have lost, yep. but oh well, these things happen. Another A ten team. Yep, yep. But I remember uh, Dayton back in the day, nineteen ninety one. Nolan Richardson's first uh, Final Four run with Arkansas. Uh, uh-huh. Arkansas played Dayton, and I believe it was in the second round, down in Austin, and it took a pretty wild shot from Todd Day at the buzzer. To win the game, mm-hmm. yeah, it's always been and that was like what ninety-one, eighty-eight, or something. It was a high-scoring game. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That was back in college basketball. You could score points, and it was allowed. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. So anyway, been exciting. Some buzzer beaters, upsets. I've avoided. Uh, Watching any game where Reggie Miller is calling the game, so it's working out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the early game, I think it was, <coughs> I think it was, um, God, who got blown out? Yes, oh, Michigan, Texas. Oh yeah. Uh, I love Notre yeah. Dame, but one of the announcers on the radio was Kelly Trapuca. Oh, my God. He oh puts the puke Trapuca. in Trapuca. <laughs> I had no idea where he was or what he was I doing. I didn't either. Yeah, because, you know, Kelly Trapuca is not the guy, you know, you think about much. He didn't really come to mind. So, yeah. Speaking of Notre Dame, I saw something online this week that you might uh, – you. You will see the humor in. Mm-hmm. It's a a reversible jacket, like a windbreaker. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. On one side, on one side, it's Indiana University basketball, and on the other side, it's Notre Dame football. And that's not bad. That's a clever person who, who, who put that together. <laughs> I like it. 
Yeah, and of course and all those, it's, uh, it's, those hundreds of thousands of Duke fans all across America who have absolutely no connection to Duke whatsoever can put their Duke jackets back in the closet now. So that's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> they can hang up their, their Duke hats. They'll probably root for Kansas now, I bet, knowing those people. Of course. So as right. we're end, ending up um, NCAA talk, I was going to say something, and now I forget. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, if you haven't been, uh, if you guys haven't checked out the uh, March Madness website, the March Madness Live, you really should, because it's fantastic. So props to uh, the NCAA for setting up that site. You can watch the game live there or you can just set up the scoreboard so you can monitor every game that's on and if you're watching one game and another game goes into the final two minutes and it's a close game a little thing will pop up and let you know you can switch over to that game and watch the end it's terrific wow that's hot oh i'll tell you what we could we could end we could end up the uh ncaa segment with um the sounds emanating from columbus ohio on Thursday, Jamie. Oh. There you go. It was a bad night. It was bad. I heard there was a little uh, a little party in Dayton last night, though. I'm sure there was. <laughs> that, uh, they uh, called out the uh, riot police. Big, big crowd in the streets around the university. And, uh, yeah, well... The school president, and I don't know his name, his first name is Dan, and they were chanting Dr. Dan, Dr. Dan, when he came out there to help disperse everybody. And he told everybody they needed to go home. And then he turned around oh, and he and he took a selfie with his cell phone oh. in front of the riot police. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Which, which isn't exactly what you expect from the president of a Roman Catholic university, but good job, Dr. Dan. I wonder what Bill Donahue thinks about this. <laughs> I would say that he thinks that that's beneath the dignity of a school president. Or he would say, God damn right, Catholics should put themselves out there. <laughs> that, it could go either way. I'm tired of being walked upon. <laughs> Catholics and other Christians are the most oppressed people on earth. Yes, they are. <laughs> oh, man, I need to calm down, Jay. This NCAA talk has got me all worked up. <laughs> I need a calm voice, a woman's voice. Maybe you need a little uh, more tipples <laughs> Maybe to soothe everything. Yes. Take time to love with Tammy Tipples. Sitting in for Tammy this week, her mother, Ma Tipples. Don't let the mistakes 
The pain and hurt, the fears from your yesterday control how you live your today. Step back, breathe and let go. Take chances. Overcome your fears, tear down your walls, open your heart. Embrace what could give you the most amazing tomorrow. Tibbles, everyone. I'm crying, Jay. I'm crying. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was fantastic. <laughs> now we know where Tammy got her uh, her yeah. sincerity and her her, yeah. her wonderfulness wow. from. Uh-huh. <laughs> her amazingness. Uh, well, now you're going to hear another amazing Ma Tibbles here later in the show. <laughs> Damn, I can't wait. I'll tell you what though J-Man In the meantime All these sexy guests And of course The sexy Jamie They could always call in On the Tammy Mm -hmm. Tibbles hotline At 661-244-9852 Oh yeah Call us up What's going on in your life? We just want to hear from you. I mean, if you want to talk March Madness or maybe the uh, missing Malaysian Airlines plane or Crimea or something yeah. like that, yeah, sure, that's fine. But, you know, <laughs> if you just want to call us up and talk to us, just want to yeah, let us know talk. what's it's happening in your weekend. life. It's a We're looking for ourselves <laughs> and our souls. We just what's want to be going loved. on? Yeah, have you got have you got something going on in your life? Do you need a little advice? Do you just need somebody to talk to? You, you need to bend somebody's ear. Give us a call. We're here for you. At six six one two four four nine eight five two. It has been a crazy couple of weeks, Matt. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got things like uh, got a. Uh, 777 with 239 passengers simply disappeared. Poof. Well, I'll tell you what, though, Jay, man. We covered that last week um, when Guy reported that they landed safely in, on Christmas <laughs> Island. <laughs> and I can't believe that CNN has not reported that because they've reported every other <laughs> hypothesis and <Exciting>. theory. And <laughs> well, they... Uh, <laughs> They uh, uh, they even have a psychic on. Of course they uh, do. Uh, they even even went so far as having a psychic on, and it doesn't matter how much we mock them. Apparently, their ratings are through the roof. So they're going to keep doing this. But uh, so now they've got another spot, another remote area of the Pacific that they're mm-hmm. they're racing to to check out. They think they may have found. They're probably going to find the debris from all kinds of shipwrecks and other planes that have gone down. <laughs> Maybe a UFO. The J Mom said oh, yesterday that they might, you know they might find a million. I was. They might, I was just they might find say a million. That. You know, if you if you could just let me finish, maybe you know it would be okay. But <laughs> I thought you had. They might find. No, I said the J Mom said yesterday they might find Amelia Earhart's plane. Uh huh. 
They'll find everything but. You're right. They'll find the lost city of Atlantis. They'll find the note. Well, <laughs> remember the uh, the Fox News uh, guy who uh, was explaining that you know that you know this could take you know a very very long time to find this plane because remember it took two thousand years to find Noah's Ark. <laughs> oh, well, that's true. Yeah, because. Yeah, the Earth is only six thousand years old. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they're still looking for that. Still looking for the plane. Yeah. I still think it's possible they were raptured. <laughs> I think your your theory is correct on that. Come on, there's yeah, no clue. I think there's that, nothing uh, there. I think our good friend Katie Anders still thinks that was in bad taste. <laughs> well, <laughs> once again, I have to say you were not being funny. You were just throwing out some probable causes. Yeah, I was. That was my audition for uh, get on CNN. <laughs> and I can't believe they didn't call you. <clears throat> oh, they were too busy with that. Uh, Don Lemon on there saying that they can't rule out something supernatural happening. Oh, boy. I'll tell you what, they need to get rid of him and and just get rid of everyone (laughs) at CNN. And just leave Aaron Burnett on there. Oh, yeah. They can leave her on there. And she can say whatever she wants. Right. They can bring Catherine Cryer back. Catherine could fill in when Aaron needs to, you know, go to the bathroom, yeah. get a little sleep, <laughs> take a little nap or something. But. Mm-hmm. Well, and they got rid of Betty Gwynn, too. Oh, God, Betty Gwynn. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. She's at MSNBC now. Oh, boy. Is that where she is? Oh, man. Yeah, I'd like to fill her kimchi pot. Oh, oh man. Boy. I'd like, well, like, could you imagine... Oh, round table with her and Tamron Hall and Veronica De La Cruz. Oh God. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. This is turning uh-huh. into a lost weekend, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> and of course, you know. Hey, we make no the- apologies. That's that's what we said we were doing. That's right. And CNN could uh, could also bring back Bobby Batista too. That cross-eyed hottie. Oh, God. The eyes so blue, they look cross-eyed. <laughs> she was mesmerizing. She was. Yeah. Yeah, IWS Cable News Channel is just going to be a lineup of <laughs> hot chicks. We'll hire uh, Julie Bandelis away from Fox, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but not not Gretchen Carlson, though. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Can you imagine her coming in without makeup? That's not good. That can't be good for her. Uh, no. Uh, but she does have a degree from Stanford, which she told me about, Jamie. 
Ah, yes, she did. And she pointed out that you didn't get into Stanford. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Boom. And I believe it was knocked, our friend, she knocked Shannon, you out of, who commented, I think she missed your point. Uh-huh. But she didn't care what your point was. Her point no. was, you didn't get into Stanford. Boom! And all yeah. of the uh, all of the uh, Fox News fans all went, yeah, way to tell him off. Yeah. It's hard being rogue. It's hard being rogue. Yeah. I know yeah. how Sarah Palin yeah. feels now. <laughs> Every once in a while you just get on Twitter and mix it up a bit with people and then they come back with the, the killer. You didn't get into Stanford. Yes. She probably stuck her tongue out <laughs> at you. She said that. <laughs> oh, she wouldn't admit it, but I bet she flipped off the computer monitor. <laughs> Mhm. Mhm. Yes. So what else is happening, Matt? Well, I don't know. I talk, we, as we said, it's a slow time of year. Yeah. Well, we got. Let's see. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg called up the White House to lecture Obama about privacy. That was mm. good. Mark Zuckerberg yeah. lecturing other people about privacy. Yeah. 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 The man who runs Facebook. Lecturing people right. about privacy. Right. <laughs> right. That, as Slider Ballscock would say, that's iconic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. That, that that went well. <laughs> speaking speaking of lecturing, we got the US is is lecturing Russia about invading other sovereign countries for no good reason. Exactly. We can stand for no that. threat to them. Yeah, that's that. That's nope. just something you're just you're just not allowed to do that. No, no, it's bad. I mean, John Kerry was for it before he was against it, apparently. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh Diane Feinstein is now pissed about government spying because it's spying on her. Exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> when they were spying on us, she told us to just deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's been wild, man. Crazy, crazy times. And if there's any person I, I would not what... spy on, it's Diane Feinstein. I cannot imagine no, that she would be doing anything no. that I would find interesting at all. <laughs> And if she was, it would just be gross. <laughs> exactly. I don't want. I don't need video of it. Whatever it is she's doing. Now, Kirsten Gildebrand. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'd spy, I'd spy on her. I'd spy on her. Yeah. Or ten or fifteen years ago, I'd I'd put a camera on Mary Landrew. Today, not so much. 
Yeah. How and about, we find out that uh, I forgot to tell you this story, Jay Man. <laughs> Back in nineteen ninety seven when my brother Marty Party Marty, you know, lead singer of the Dreamboats. Uh-huh. <clears throat> when he was running for city commission I called Mary Landrew's office and I asked her to come up for a fundraiser. <laughs> Did you say? Because you've already raised my funds, baby, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I didn't get a call back. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't either. Oh, no. That's not sexist at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> <sighs> uh-huh. Yeah, and apparently we found out on Friday that apparently Sheldon Adelson has had a uh, has been uh, monitoring Blanche Lincoln and her movements. He's hired her. Who doesn't monitor her movements? Oh. <coughs> what a awful human being. Who, Blanche or Shelf? Yes. Well, both. <laughs> but... You know, when Blanche I think of Lincoln. Blanche Lincoln, you know the... when I think uh-huh. of Blanche Lincoln, Jay, man, I think about this. Uh, that's not what I think of. She's hot with those waist-high jeans. <laughs> In her men's dress shirt. Yeah. That sexy voice of hers. No, oh, God, yeah. please, no, no, no. The last, the last thing she said, the last thing I heard her say ever, when she was running for re-election against John Boozman, he claims it's Bozeman, but it's not. It's Boozman. She was running for re-election against against Boozman, and she was standing up there, and she had just beaten uh, Bill Halter in the primary, and she said. This senator's vote is not for sale, and I was la- I laughed so hard I almost had to go to the ER <laughs> because and then you probably no said senator that. on earth. I've been I say I've been hornswoggled. <laughs> <laughs> there's no senator on earth whose vote was more for sale than Blanche Lincoln. <laughs> oh, <good>. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there's that. Well, say what you want. I find her hot. You have questionable taste. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think that's pretty evident. Yeah. Well, she's no Barbara Mikulski. Let's just let's be honest. <laughs> I almost hit You're the cough short, button. You're into short chicks, you know. Here's a great story for you, Matt. I came across this yesterday. 
And I can't believe we we didn't send a, a correspondent down there, or we aren't doing the show live from Atlanta just for this. But it is the annual furry weekend in Atlanta this weekend. Really? <laughs> Fourth largest gathering of furries in the world, Matt. What does that mean? <clears throat> well, furries are into anthropomorphic animals and mythological and imaginary creatures which possess human or superhuman capabilities. Like a Sasquatch. <laughs> well, that or, you know, maybe kind of a, a maybe a, a unisquatch. A, you know, combination unicorn Sasquatch. Or a tribble. Well, there you go, see? You could be a unisquatch and the horn could be in a different place. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> because some furries are, you know, sexually attracted to their anthropomorphic animals. Huh. Yeah. You get a little, a little kinky. Yeah, so they're all meeting in Atlanta, which is a great place for them to meet. They can all put on their, their furry costumes and hit the strip clubs. Well, down in the Hotlanta, wouldn't they sweat a lot? Do you really <clears throat> they want probably a like it. sweaty furry? I uh, prefer oh, a dry furry. <laughs> you wouldn't want your furry to be moist? Mm-mm. Well, not until I got on it. Wait, what? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, they, uh, they're down there having a good time. Putting on their little furry costumes and uh-huh. Atlanta. <laughs> we we've got to have a furry on the show sometime. Because, we uh, do have to have one. I do think that would be quite a fascinating discussion. And don't worry. And you know what, Fur- Dave man? <laughs> what? I hope next time we're a staff pick of the week from BTR, we have a topic. <laughs> well, maybe of all the, the next time we're... they decide to make us a pick of the week. No, we're doing fine. We're almost an hour into the show. We're rocking. We're rolling. The phone lines are open for anybody out there who'd like to As call they in. They always are at six six one two four four nine eight five two. Yep. We're just getting lost in the weekend. Yeah, talking about furries. If you're a furry, hey, style. if you're into if you're into you know furryism or whatever it is out there, give us a call. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Well, you know who might be into it. I've never asked him about it because I don't like to talk to him very oh, much. God. <clears throat> but uh, our good friend, our good friend Drew Peacock, he's into all kinds oh, cool. of different stuff. And Drew, Drew, Drew got his hair cut this week, and somehow it turned into a very, very sensual experience for Drew. (laughs) Take it away, Drew. Oh, yeah. Drew Peacock here exploring the sensual side of life for IWS Radio, baby. You know what is an 
underrated sexual experience going to the barber shop oh most people don't realize how hot it can be especially if you have a really sexy chick cutting your hair like I do she's a 40 year old cougar with blonde hair blue eyes and she has a great and I do mean Great ass. Oh, yeah. You know that Drew Peacock is an ass man, baby. Better yet, she's also a yoga instructor. Oh, I love those flexible hippie chicks. They're so sexy. Oh, yeah. This chick is all about making your barbershop experience the most sensual thing you'll do all week. She wears very tight-fitting yoga pants made of the thinnest material ever. And while she's cutting my hair, she was rubbing her happy make sexy parts against my arm and shoulder. Oh, baby, you like that? Does that make you feel good? Oh, yeah. The material was so thin, I could actually feel her happy make sexy parts. Oh, I was shocked and then I got a tingling feeling down in my own happy make sexy parts. Oh, yeah, baby, rub on me some more and more oh but it gets better while she's rubbing and cutting she's also humming oh it makes her so happy and it makes me happy too and then i realized she was humming a hymn oh that's kinky i think i'm in love and she keeps up the good work by just playing with my hair rubbing against me and she's just trying to make me explode baby oh and then she rubs my neck and my face and she gets in real close looking at the eyebrows and the side burns to make sure they're all even and I just know she wanted to kiss me oh come on baby give me a little kiss oh yeah that was so hot oh what an experience that was and oh baby it was only ten dollars plus the two dollar tip what a bargain oh yeah for IWS Radio, this has been Drew Peacock, exploring the sensual side of life. I am going to listen to IWS Radio and dream of Jay and Matt all night long. That was beautiful. Some people might think it was, you know, just tawdry sex, but I thought it was beautiful. <clears throat> the 
wonderful experience that must have been yeah. for him and her. Yeah, exactly, especially for her. Well, yeah. Well, you know, I think it's kind of uh, empowering. It's <laughs> <laughs> uplifting. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Builds confidence. It's a confidence builder. Mhm. Yeah, I was uh I was busy tweeting. You were tweeting that, uh, the phone lines. Tweeting that the phone lines were open. See if we can as they always Start are at six six one two four four nine eight five two six six one two four four nine eight five two. You know, people. <laughs> we have kids dying here, and unless you call in, <laughs> you're not going to help. Yeah. yeah, and you know, speaking of uh, of our friend Snake, and we were earlier. Um. Yes. She's uh, probably a bundle of nerves right now. It's her uh, down there in Lexington, her Kentucky Wildcats take on Wichita State. Coming up in about an hour and 44 minutes or so. Uh-huh. Dip off. Yeah. And, uh, but I noticed on Facebook this morning that uh, Snake is going to quit smoking. Well, why did she pick today to do that? <laughs> well, that's the first thing I thought of was, you know, I would have waited till after you lose to Wichita State. <laughs> well, well oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait 24 hours after losing to Wichita State. <laughs> God, you didn't even wait. You preempted. You were pre- preemptively heckling, J-Man. <laughs> I, know. I know. Well, you know what? If uh, if she'd like to do something about the heckling, she could call the show. She could, but she won't. Yeah. Because she's a fence so. sitter. She likes to sit on the fence. <laughs> Which a lot of girls in Kentucky like to do. Oh, is what? That what they do down there? That's because they don't have washing machines to sit on. <laughs> That's a little weird. I don't well, if they do, anyway. they're in their front yard and they're unplugged. What? <laughs> well, let's see what else is happening in the world, Matt. <clears throat> well, I'll tell you what's happening, J-Man. The Springfield... Arts Council has announced their summer arts festival lineup. Ooh. Yes, here in Bagwine, Ohio. You know, they put on a big show every summer. June uh-huh. 12th through July 20th, they got some big bands coming in. Right. They're going to kick it off with, well, they're going to kick it off with Phil Dirt and the Dozers. <laughs> you find that funny, do you? I think that is a great name. I love it. Oh God, they've been around for forty years and they play the same songs every year. They play them well, but it's the same. 
but but here we go. I think I think you'll see a trend in their scheduling, J Man. Hmm. After uh, after Phil Dirt and the Dozers kick it off, they have China Grove, which is a tribute to the Doobie Brothers. Followed okay. by Bruce in the USA, which is a tribute band to Bruce Springsteen. There you go. Uh-huh. And then they have Shout, the Legends of Motown. The Legends of Motown. Okay. Outstanding. Followed up by Get the Let Out, <laughs> the American Led Zeppelin. <laughs> We're not done yet, J-Man. We have a band coming in called Night Fever, the tribute to the Bee Gees. Oh God! Now and they, then we have a break. That we we have a break. We got to get we Night have Fever big, on the show. Yes, we do. We have a break. Yes, we do. I'm going to mark that down and take my press pass with me. Now, Friday, June 27th, we have Firefall and the Pure Prairie League. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a couple of real bands. Followed up Saturday by Parrots of the Caribbean, a Jimmy Buffett tribute band. <laughs> oh, and then here you uh, go. You'll like this. Being the marketing guru that you are. Mm-hmm. Saturday, July 5th at 8 p.m., Aerosmith, the tribute to Aerosmith. No. Yes. Now they can go to they can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> but here you go. In addition to the big musical play production they put on, the last band is a real band, J Man. Saturday, July twelfth, ten thousand maniacs. With Natalie Merchant. You know damn well it's not with Natalie Merchant. It's everyone <laughs> but her. In fact, I got I, I got a message on Facebook the other night from our mutual friend Nurse Sherry saying, "Hey, ten thousand maniacs are going to be at the park this year. I hope Natalie's with them." And I said, "Oh, I really freaking doubt it." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I'm sure the 10,000 Maniacs are, are terrific. They're professionals. They're outstanding musicians. But uh-huh. going to see them without Natalie Merchant's like going to see the New Bohemians without Eddie Brickell. It's just not really worth exactly. it. Exactly. Why don't you just call yourselves <laughs> the 1,000 Maniacs? <laughs> but I don't know. That was kind of hurtful. I'll have to dig into that, J-Man. I'm going to have to check out. Arrow myth. <laughs> and night fever. Oh my God. And night fever. That sounds like a good one too. Yep. <clears throat> that would be good. I don't know who is playing uh, Crawdad Days this year. Probably Eddie Money so. again. <laughs> Might be Eddie Money again. Could be uh, the Little River Band again. We got them one year. And uh, maybe Buddy Acapella. Maybe Buddy Acapella. 
But you know, while we're rolling along with the music here, yeah, it's time to uh, to play a little music. I know what's coming for the people. I know what's coming. That's right. We Aunt Jackie is in the hizzy again. Yeah, and, she, uh, she is. Went, she went with a little John Cougar Mellencamp this week. Oh, baby, it hurts so good. Oh, yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Rock and roll. We'll be playing the hits until the early morning. This summer. She should be up here this summer at the Springfield Arts Festival performing as John Cougar Family Camp. <laughs> she could do it. She could do it. Yeah, I know. I'm sure she's just as good as Aerosmith. <laughs> Undoubtedly. In fact, I would rather hear her than let get the lead out. <laughs> and the funny thing about let get let's get the let out and Aerosmith and all, I bet they take themselves pretty seriously. Well, you know they do. They are professional musicians, Matt. And they will not be mocked. And they're protecting the integrity of the bands of which mm-hmm. they imitate. <laughs> oh. Yeah, buddy. We have no imita- imitators on this show. It's all live, raw, and real. Now, now we don't even we don't even download the show, edit it, and then re-upload it like some people do. Some people do. Mm-hmm. Some people do that. Some mm-hmm. people do a two-hour show. They edit it and they upload an hour and 41 minutes and take out all the the dead air and the goofy parts and the mistakes but not us no that's part of our charm <clears throat> we lay it all out there for people hey damn right yes during the uh, halftime of the Stanford Kansas game CBS has Archie Miller head coach Dayton Flyers on How about that? talking to him yeah, brother of Arizona coach Sean Miller. Yep. How about that? Yeah. Sean, I'm not really. And a he was Sean on Miller the staff fan, of, o, of OSU under Thad Mata. Under yeah. So you see how that. I'm not really out. a. Yeah, <laughs> not really much a Sean Miller fan, but I like Archie. Sean's a little bit. Archie's arrogant a good guy to me. Yeah, Sean seems a little arrogant. The times I've seen him, but. Oh, Archie's a big guy. You would like him. I bet he, if he drinks beer, he he drinks Pabst. Hey, Tom, probably like so. Yeah, good <laughs> yeah, we're always trying to just defense, defense, defense. So here's a great story for you, Matt. <laughs> Can't wait. A 38-year-old massage therapist by the name of Catella Dash in Minnesota, has spent $99,000 on plastic surgery over the years in an attempt to make herself look like a human blow-up doll. What? So we have humans. But she wants to look like a blow-up doll. Into a blow-up doll. Mm -hmm. Right. We have we have humans that want to be human animal hybrids, and now we have another human who wants to be a human plastic blow up doll hybrid. Maybe she wants to love without feeling. Maybe that. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. She says that extreme is her normal. Oh God. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
and she wants to I be bet a she's on fake. Fav Star. I, you know she's on <laughs> Fav Star, J-Man. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I almost, I almost went liked her Facebook page. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. <laughs> but, but uh, no, that's not all though. Catella. Oh God. Had female to male, excuse me, male to female gender reassignment surgery at the age of 23 in Thailand. Hmm. Hmm. And now is wants to she has huge breasts and she wants to have even bigger even even bigger breasts. And she wants to just her hair is crazy and She's had the plastic surgery, so her mouth looks like it's a perfect circle, like blow-up dolls. And she has, she's Asian, but she has big round eyes now. And uh, anyway, so yeah, she's uh, quite an interesting character. And so uh, anyway, Catella. Oh, good for you. (laughs) Best of luck. She says that no surgeon in America will give her any, will give her larger breasts. She's going to have to go back to Thailand to get size L, I think is what she said. I don't know. Those are, that would be pretty massive. She's looking for, and uh, pretty, like I said, extreme. She does, she she isn't concerned about consequences. She just wants to look plastic and fake for everyone. And of course, hot. <laughs> yeah, and she's probably looking. What would you do if you had a million dollars? I'll tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man. Yep, that's what she's yep. looking for. Something like that. So, anyway, Catella, this is for you. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, maybe we'll try to get Catella on the show sometime. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And you know, we wouldn't have right. to do this if somebody would call in at 661-244-9852. No, we wouldn't. Nor <coughs> would we have to let people know what a great poet you are, J-Man. <laughs> What well, no, that wasn't me. That was Jameson J who wrote that poem. <laughs> oh no, no. No it wasn't. Not according to the audio file. <laughs> Paul Pyatt knows talent. And he has picked you out like a needle from a haystack. Poetry and such with Paul Pyatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings to all of you discerning drinkers of the warm and aromatic coffee of life. That is IWS Radio, renowned poet and IWS literary editor, 
Paul Pyatt here, bringing you some of today's finest in the world of poetry, prose, and people. Today, during our journey along the sullied boulevard of words made magical and life's pentameters made iambic, I offer unto you a poem by IWS Radio's very own Jason Adams. From his recently released book, Pop-Tarts and Viking Horns, here is On a Summer's Eve, a man, young, <clears throat> wild, and free, a girl, sweet, sultry, and brassy. The temperature begins to rise. He runs his hands slowly up her thighs. She giggles and squirms a bit as she decides how much to permit. He has thoughts of going all the way. She's got other ideas and offers up a buffet. Her taste and aroma so warm, moist, and sweet. She realizes his tongue is a finely trained athlete. He wonders how long he must continue as his desire grows stronger forever. And a day may be longer. On a summer's eve by Jason Adams. And for now, as I <coughs> travel the road less traveled, I'll buy it. You're listening to I'm With Stupid on the BTR Network. Awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that you know my pen name is Jameson J, and uh, I kind of thought that Paul Pyatt would respect that, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Maybe Paul Pyatt didn't catch that, but he did catch <laughs> what an awesome wordsmith you are. <laughs> His rhyme was tight. <laughs> Uh -huh. And he he, he yeah. told me he was surprised that you wrote about sex. He told me that. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. He thought you were well, more that into was... birds, maybe na nature. <laughs> he didn't know. Did it you was tell him that was uh, that was uh, <laughs> that was basically that was the understanding that I had after uh, our discussions early in the week. We negotiated that poem. During our prep session. I don't remember that. I don't no, remember that. He, he doesn't remember that. It was only two <laughs> He doesn't remember that. <laughs> well, the only thing we Man. can do after that is we can we have, we oh. must turn to Ma Tibbles after that. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> One more round of Ma Tibbles. Well, using of the heart. Take Time to Love with Tammy Tipples. Sitting in for Tammy this week, her mother, Ma Tipples. Love is just a word until that one person comes along who not only makes you feel it, but shows it. Who looks past your flaws, weaknesses, your mistakes, insecurities, 
knows you have baggage and will look past all that to see everything amazing about you, who will hold you when you're weak, calm your insecurities, bring out your strengths, finds your flaws fabulous, embraces your randomness and sometimes craziness, someone who loves you unconditionally and can't imagine a day without you in their life. Don't question it. Just embrace it and never let it go. It could be that chance that once in a lifetime, you're amazing. You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the Internet at IWSRadio.com. I love Ma Tibbles more than Tammy herself. <laughs> oh my well, God! Ma it's just a different a flavor, a different flair. Uh huh. Well, Ma Tibbles will uh, will be very pleased to know that. Although I may not tell Ma Tibbles that because we don't want Ma Tibbles to get you know go diva on us. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, now I feel grounded. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Feel all focused and ready to deal with uh the big thing that is today, the thing we should all be celebrating. Matt, you know what today is? National Chip and Dip Day. Hell yes. And I'll tell you what, J-Man, we have an excellent way to kick off this segment. A little song from Vegas Great. Buddy Acapella. You ready? Yeah. Hell okay, yeah. let's do it. Happy Chip and Dip Day to you. I'm going to jingle your Pringle. Happy Chip and Dip Day to you. I'm gonna ruffle your ridges. Happy Chip and Dip Day. You sexy Frito banditos and banditas. Oh yeah. Happy Chip and Dip Day. I'm going to cover you in salsa. To <laughs> you. Ladies! Okay, that sounded pretty good. Why don't you huh. come in and take a listen? Okay. Ladies! <laughs> <laughs> Boy, buddy always strikes the right chord. Hey-oh! Yes, he does. <laughs> Outstanding. Yep, chip and dip mm-hmm. day. What's your favorite oh. chip and dip combination, Matt? God. You know, I'm kind of a minimalist. I, I like groovy potato chips with French onion dip. I've got that written down right here. Except I Do call them wavy, really? but I like I like I like wavy, the groovy, yeah, groovy potato. Yeah. yeah, but I like groovy. I like that, you know, because potato, potato chips should be groovy. Yep. <laughs> 
Yep, and French onion dip, that is outstanding. That's a great combination. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people like uh, ranch dressing. I could use that as a dip. I do, too. I don't mind that. Yeah, maybe some black bean salsa and some uh, tortilla chips. Oh, that's a, oh God! I love black bean. I love black bean anything. Yeah. Of course, the you know the all American yeah, favorite would be the. When I'm yeah, just the, eating a plain the, chip and dip, just a, a wavy chip with French onion. Yeah, keeping it simple. Keeping it yep. simple. You know, the all-American favorite, of course, would be the Rotel dip, Velveeta and Rotel. Always dip. good. And yep. uh, Frito scoops are great with that because you I can love scoop up the, the, the cheese. Yeah, no, yes. they're strong. You know, they don't break. They don't fall apart on you. That's important. No, they don't. They're scrappy. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Some people like to go to a little effort and make up some crab dip. That's good, too. Yep. And maybe some spinach artichoke dip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I don't know. That's, you know, a lot of green in there, so you got to be careful about that. Now, I used to make this during Super Bowl, Super Bowl time, take a, some Velveeta and Manwich and make a dip out of that. with. There you go. Yeah, a little. Tortilla chip. Yeah. Velveeta chili dip and yep, you know, little tortilla chips down in there. Yeah, yeah. You can just take the Rotel Velveeta and you can pour it over the hamburger meat if you want. But the sandwich is good because it's got the the sauce and the spices and what have you with it. Yep. Yeah. So that's great. National chip and dip. Now, I'll tell you what else I like. What? <clears throat> uh, Tostitos. Makes this yeah. uh, cheese dip. It's 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 cheese-like substance with something else. It's <laughs> that Rotel-like substance in it, and it you know they've got it in the little jar, and it's you know expiration date is like 2027. Nasty mm-hmm. as hell, but for some reason I like it. <laughs> well, there you go. Cheese Whiz does a jar thing too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, I thought that Rotel. And Velveeta had gotten together and done a, a jar thing, but I couldn't find it at Walmart, so maybe they haven't. Maybe I just dreamed it. Or maybe they were hiding it from you. Maybe so. Maybe I walked in the door and they said, hide the Rotel. <laughs> <clears throat> but, yeah, that was the great thing about living in Texas, man. You could... You could find some great queso and chips just about anywhere. Yes. Yeah, which you could then follow up with chicken tortilla soup. So, yeah. And I actually uh, like going to a bar. I like going to a bar and Ooh, some yeah. bars. Not so much anymore. It's kind of, well, we don't go to bars anymore, but hardly, rarely. But um, instead of... Yeah, chi- or peanuts or whatever. They would just put out chips and uh, runny, watery salsa. And that was <laughs> yeah. always fine. That was always fine with me. It's like they cut yeah. the salsa by fifty percent for the tables. Right. Well, they used yeah, to do that, that at. Uh, cool. Yeah, it was oh, a place okay. in Fayetteville called Cafe Santa Fe, and uh, you, you know, Margarita Night. 
They have a you know pitcher margaritas for five bucks or whatever, and they right. put some chips and some salsa and a little cheese dip there on the table for you. And uh, you know it's a brilliant thing to do because the more you eat the cheese dip, the more beer or margaritas you're going to want. Okay. So yeah, that was good times. Hey, this place is great. Like... We're getting free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Better have another beer. Yeah, bring the kids yeah. next time. We can feed them. <laughs> <laughs> can you hey pour that in your purse? Let's take it home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And of course always, you know, if you go to a ball game or the fair or something, you can get a little uh, the nachos with the imitation cheese that comes in the in the big uh, uh-huh. pump plastic bottle that they you know <clears throat> exactly like that. You know, there's nothing tastier <laughs> than that. <laughs> well, yeah, there actually, I went to this. actually, there's not, but it depends on the environment you're in. <laughs> it tastes good at a ball game or a fair, but at home, you would go, ooh, what the hell is this? <laughs> exactly. At the San Antonio Spurs game, you get a 24-ounce beer and imitation nachos for $18, <laughs> and you're just as happy as you can be. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Funny, at the minor league baseball game, that same beer and imitation nachos are only $7. Weird, huh? That's weird how that works, isn't it? <laughs> and the tickets are cheaper, too. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, good stuff. Chip and dip. That's a great thing. That's a great thing to celebrate. Maybe ought to do chip and dip day more more often than once a year, even. Who doesn't like Maybe chips and dip? Them. And if you don't like month. chips and dip, you can call in and tell us about it at 661-244-9852, you chip and dip haters. Yeah, you can go, yeah, you know, you can go hang out with Putin if you don't like chips and dip. Yeah. They probably have rutabagas and dip. turnips. And dip. Uh, yeah, and oh, and for you, you you know West Coast types, yeah, you can sit there and you can dip your your raw cauliflower or broccoli into ranch dressing and eat that too if you want. Ugh. And pretend <laughs> that you like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, um, look at me, I'm so healthy. I have a bottle of Perrier, and I'm mm. dipping my carrots down to my ranch dress, homemade ranch dressing, yeah. a recipe that I got I bet from Mika Anna Garten. Uh-huh. Yeah, I bet Mika Brzezinski doesn't like chips and dip. She probably thinks it should be outlawed. Yeah, she, everything should be outlawed except her Vicodin and vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she crushes the Vicodin up and snorts it and then takes a hit of vodka. Mm-hmm. And then turns to Joe Scarborough and says, baby, I'm ready. What? I, I, I just heard that. I've heard that from other people. Yeah, just rumors. Rumors floating around. Rumors that we may have started here on this show. I don't know, but... <laughs> no, no, no. Well, yeah. 
I'll tell you what you don't want to do, J-Man, at least in public, because I do it all the time in private. You don't want to double dip. I've heard that's against the rules. Well, we're about to find out. What are you doing? What? Did did you just double dip that shit? Excuse me? You double dipped the chip. Double dipped? What, what, what are you talking about? You dipped the chip. You took a bite. And you dipped again. So? That's like putting your whole mouth right in the dip. From now on, when you take a chip, just take one dip and end it. Well, I'm sorry, Timmy, but I don't dip that way. Oh, you don't, huh? No. You dip the way you want to dip. I'll dip the way I want to dip. Give me the chip! Hey, hey, hey! See? <laughs> yeah, no, people get up, people get worked up over it. People well, get worked up over it. And, and, when and I'm in, oh, believe me, if I'm sitting at a table with other people and they double dip, I am not eating any more of that dip. That doesn't surprise me. It, <laughs> you know what surprises me? That if they even put a chip, dip their chip, and then eat it and not double dip, that you would still use that same dip. I look at you and see a, I want my own bowl, bowl of dip. Uh, well, I, I do, but uh, I'm not, you know, in public, I'm, I'm, I tone it down. But uh, I, I, when I'm in public, I like, you know, some restaurants like to bring you these great big chips, you know. And those, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, but even if it's the smaller ones, I break the chip in half. And I dip one half of it, and then I dip the other half. And that way, because I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> so you can safely go to the bar and have nachos with me, because I won't be double dipping. And plus you'll have gloves on at the same time while you're dipping. <laughs> I might. I might be wearing food safe gloves <laughs> and safety goggles. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, You know what we need? Some callers. Well, we, well, that, and we need to hear, uh, we've got a, a, we need to do a movie review this week. Oh, God, yes. And then we need to hear from Smoop. Yeah, especially since it's March Madness time. Right, March Madness. So, uh, yeah, J-Man, I hear there's a new movie out. <laughs> yeah, it's only about 25 years old or so. <laughs> Joshua wanted to review for us. Well, I can find it. Oh, here we go. Take it away, Joshua. <laughs> hey, IWS Radio's Hollywood reporter Joshua here with another movie review. This week... In honor of March Madness, I'm going to review the movie Hoosers. I know you thought it would be Glory Road, which would be more appropriate, but let's be honest, Jay and Matt have bashed the good people of Kentucky enough. We don't need any more. So I went with the feel-good movie of the 80s and the story of Coach Norman Dale, played by the late, great Gene Hackman. Norman Dale has a bit of a checkered past, but he's a 
heck of a basketball coach. So his old friend Cletus, <laughs> of course he's named Cletus, who's a principal of Hickory High School, hired Norman to come back to rural Indiana and start his life all over again. After arriving in town, Dale realizes that not everyone is happy to see him. He gets a rather rude welcome from the town elders down at the barbershop. The men warn Coach Dale that they don't like outsiders much, but they love the zone defense. They also tell him that he has no chance at all to win anything if he doesn't get Jimmy Chitwood to come back to playing basketball for his senior year. Norman doesn't care for this much and just thanks the men for their welcome and leaves. Mm. The next day, Norman arrives at school where he meets Myra Flaner, played by Barbara Hershey, and he says, How you doing, huh, baby? And Myra says, Get your hands off Jimmy. He is a good boy, and she doesn't want anyone filling his head with crazy ideas of basketball and college and being somebody someday. Coach Dale tells her not to worry about a thing, and oh, by the way, you are looking good, baby. Then, of course, we meet Shooter Fletch, the lovable town drunk and father of Everett, one of the players on the team. Fletch is played by Dennis Hopper, who received an Oscar nomination for his role. Norman makes Shooter his personal human character rebuilding project. So, let's just to keep this all straight, Cletus is trying to save Norman, while Norman is trying to save Shooter, and Myra is trying to protect Jimmy, while Norman is trying to get in Myra's pants. Got that? Well, since this is Hollywood, you can pretty much figure how all this goes. Norman has to lay down the law to his players. The town folk try to run him out of town. Myra's mother drops the immortal line, The sun don't shine on the same dog's ass every day, on Norman. Jimmy saves Coach Dale from being fired mid-season by deciding to play ball, but only if Coach stays. Shooter dries out, relapses, dries out, and relapses again. Myra falls for Norman, and in the state championship game, when the all-white farm boys of Hickory take on the nearly all-black thugs from the big city, you know who's going to win that game in Hollywood Fantasyland. Whew! What a movie. Mm, mm, mm. If you're looking for a charming, feel-good movie that'll leave you feeling all warm and fuzzy about people and inspire you to be the best you can possibly be while still being the person you really are, then Hoosiers is for you. For IWS Radio, this has been Joshua with the Hollywood Report and Movie Review. Stay fabulous! Hey everyone, this is Warrior Cat, and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah! I may, I may check that movie out. Yeah. Never seen it. Go down to the, go down to the library. Is that and, a new uh, movie? See if they've got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gene Hackman made it just before he died. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Warrior Cat, J Man. Oh. And we, She's and we it. are. And, <laughs> She's got a birthday coming up. She sure as hell does. Coming up on the 28th. And so the sh- yeah, and Schmoop on the 27th. Uh-huh. And J-Man. And, uh, 
And tomorrow. Tomorrow. The, the J Mom. Happy birthday to the J Mom. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Smoop. Yeah. How's Smoop doing, Matt? How is Smoop doing? Well, she puts on a good front, J Man. But sometimes I wonder about her. <laughs> and she's got a few things to say. Hi, all. Schmoop here, the official adorable loser of the IWS radio show. And guess what? Uh-huh. That's right. I am still unemployed and have now come to the realization that life is as cruel as it is long. My days, they have become a mixture of surreal sadness and bad juju. Early in the morning, in between my last cup of coffee and the first of many beers, I stare out the window at a pile of rubble. After months of demolition of the old hospital across the street, the building has finally been toppled, leaving a big-ass pile of stone and steel. Watching the machines attack the building used to be a pleasure to my eyes, but now it's a torture to my ears as every day is a loud and constant banging of the crew busting up the chunks of fallen concrete into bite-sized pieces. Really? The other day, in order to distract myself from the noise, I called Ohio Edison to pay my electric bill. After engaging in and being personally hurt by an automated voice on the other end of the phone, 36 minutes later, I completed said task. So, (laughs) over the noise of the constant banging, screeching, and pinging of the demolition crew, I yelled at Matt and asked him what he wanted for lunch. Breadless Lent boy yelled back, that he would like cheesy tater tots topped with chicken salad. Really? After choking on my own vomit, I made said lunch of tots and chicken salad, blindfolded and with a clothespin on my nose. Thursday was pretty exciting because March Madness began. Woo-hoo. And the Dayton Flyers (laughs) whooped up on Ohio State. Mac got off at four that day. And from 4.10 p.m. until 10.30 p.m., Matt regaled me with the stories of the UD Flyers that went back 30 fucking years. The only <laughs> break in his redundant and mundane storytelling came when the phone rang while I was in the bathroom. Matt answered. A woman asked for me. And Matt, allegedly thinking it was a bill collector, said I wasn't there. Turns out, the lady was calling me for a job interview. Well, Matt and the recruiter chatted for about two minutes, and BOOM! That bastard ended up getting asked to come in and interview. The next day, no less. Jesus, take me now, because Matt Man just took my job away. What the fuck? I did get out of the house this week. Yep. I moseyed on down to the BMV to get my driver's license renewed. And after I was all done, the experience reminded me of an old saying, a picture paints a thousand words. And that is so true. Because if you could see the picture of me that is on my new driver's license, you can read every word ever invented that means anger, sadness, and wanting to cut a bitch. For IWS Radio... This has been the adorable and unemployed loser Schmoop. 
enjoying all of the excitement and heartbreak of March Sadness. You're listening to I'm Stupid on the BTR Network, and I'm Naked. Hmm. So I guess uh, she had a pretty good week. Yeah, Yeah, she's had a great week. (laughs) Well, you know what? The J-Mom had to go get her driver's license renewed this week, too. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, she did. I took her down there to the DMV and uh, uh-huh. went in there. And, uh, you know, they it, it was really busy. The place was completely full. So, so the DMV went ahead and had two people working at the desk. <laughs> uh, keep those budget cuts coming, guys working out great. Anyway, uh-huh. it sounds, uh, sounds like guy came in. The guy came in. Uh, he looked like Roy Orbison. <laughs> was wearing, <laughs> wearing the, the worst hair piece I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and he had those, you know, those super dark plastic sunglasses that old people put over their very thick glasses that they wear. <laughs> he had those on. Yeah. And he, he took his number from the little number machine, and he held it up about two inches from his nose to see the number. <laughs> and the only thing I could think of was how I wanted to be out of there and back home before that man was on the road again. <laughs> and what's really upsetting is he probably has less trouble with the vision test than I do. <laughs> yeah, it's coming, J-Man. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was a good time. One woman fell asleep, so she didn't jump <laughs> up when her number was called. And when she realized That's she was behind, good. she just, you know, they called another number. And she just stood up and went up there, and the numbers got messed up a little for a minute. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, it's probably a similar similar experience to what Schmoop had. <laughs> Although I assume Schmoop just went in there and sat by herself in the corner and waited patiently till it was her well, turn. Well, she didn't have to wait. She went there right at right at the opening. See, we have two offices here in Bagwine, J Man. Oh. Yeah, we're fancy in the big here. town. Yeah. 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 We're a big city, J Man. Mm-hmm. Metropolis. We have two Walmarts. We have two Walmarts. <laughs> Don't mess with me, man. We have four Dollar Generals. <laughs> and they're all on the same fort. <laughs> <laughs> They're competing against each other. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, we're topping out about right. 51,000 right now, J-Man. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We're, we're pushing 12.5. See? See? 
Yeah. Well, that doesn't include the suburbs of. I mean, it doesn't include the the suburbs of uh, Bergman, (laughs) Belfont, and Alpena. So you include those. (laughs) Well, okay. Thirteen one. We're up over thirteen one or so. If you include those. We got four McDonald's here. We just have two. Man. We do have three Sonics though. We that well, one. we only have. Oh, we only have one. Ooh. But we don't have a rallies, so you got us. You got us beat on that. I think we have three, and I'll tell you what: you don't have J Man. You don't have Aerosmith. You don't have no, Nike. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't have let's Night get the fever, let out whatever <laughs> you, don't, you don't have get the let out man we're rocking and rolling here in bag one we don't have we don't have bruce in the usa no you don't see no. <clears throat> you don't have 1000 maniacs no we don't <laughs> <laughs> Well, we do have Tessa Kate, who added me as a friend on Facebook. So, got that going for me. Who's Tessa Kate? The uh, American Idol contestant. Oh, that's right. You have Tessa Kate. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, J-Man, we have John Legend. Remember him? Have you ever heard of him? He's no. won a couple Grammys. No. John. Yeah, never heard of him. Legend. He's, yeah, he's married. He, or he came home and played at the... Chris. I heard he... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chrissy Teigen? I've heard of her. Yeah. Her yeah. mother follows me on Twitter. Yeah. Chrissy oh, Teigen's yeah. mother. Pepper Ty. Anyway, yeah, I heard that John was there to uh, <laughs> perform at the Bagwine Special Events Center in Youth Hostel. So that was great. <laughs> For an hour or so. Or so. Yeah. And Chrissy went out looking yeah. for a Walgreens. Driving around yeah, they town. Never, they never acknowledged me. No. Mm-hmm. I, I swear, if I lived there, I'd have been in the car the second she said she was looking yeah, for a right drugstore. I'd have hit every one of them, man. <laughs> I would have hit every one of them, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> you would have said, you don't need to go anywhere. Stay where you are, and I will get <laughs> your shit. And I will take care of you. No, actually, I wanted to go in, and while she was standing there waiting for the prescription to be filled, and you know, rich people seem to be able to get a prescription anywhere on earth. Have you noticed that? I bet they didn't it's argue amazing, with me for a second. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, need to pick up, you know, a bottle of 800 count of Vicodin for John Legend coming right up. <laughs> anyway, um, I was only I was if he signed for this, so I can have the autograph. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe you know if I were there, I would you know just kind of casually wander back there, where she was at, and you know, stand there looking at the condoms and look at the lady behind the counter and say, "Do you have any magnums? Do you have any magnum? Do you have magnum condoms?" Oh my god! <laughs> what do you think? Ribbed, lubed, lubed for her pleasure? Do you think that would? Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you have any 
Do you have any sal palmetto for prostate health? <laughs> You're about done. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> oh, I'm done. I'm done all right. You're I'm spent. done for the day. <laughs> uh, uh. <clears throat> Another awesome week of IWS Entertainment. We don't know if we're going to be around next week. We don't know what's going on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, next week's a bad week. The new girl's yep. going on vacation. Yep. If if Mikey won't cover until uh, two o'clock, maybe oh, yeah. uh, maybe I'll fly. Uh, maybe I'll fly solo. Maybe I'll fly solo and host a best of show or something. Oh, there you go. Maybe I'll find a a, a special guest. A replacement. Yeah. Maybe we'll do something like that. Who knows? Or maybe we just won't have a show and I'll sit there and watch Netflix all weekend and eat chips and dip. Wavy chips with French onion dip. Hell yeah. Which is way better than just getting the French onion chip. (laughs) Uh The sour cream and onion Chip is a good chip. Chip is better. So, all right then. All right. I say we say our goodbyes now and let let our song carry us out, Jay. Man, let's do it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yep. Be sure to listen in archives. Tell all your friends about us. Tell your enemies about us. Damn right. And I'll tell you what, J-Man. And remember, everybody out there listening, remember, everybody out there listening, we love you. A lot. (laughs) And J-Man, this closing song, it goes out to the birthday girl of tomorrow because I know she likes Neil Diamond. She does. Bye. Sing like a guitar humming So hang on to me, girl